Temple of Geek Toddcast, episode 65, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Daniel, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at Temple of Geek. On this week's episode, the geeks and I discuss the most controversial film ever, Ghostbusters. How does it stand up against the originals? Does it deserve all the hate? Those questions and more will be answered on this episode. But before we dig into the topic, let me introduce you to this week's panel. We got Trey, Paul, and Katie. Welcome. Hello. Hey. Hey, what's going on? And possibly later, we'll be joined by Chelsea and Eamon to give their two cents of the film. All right, so it's been a while since we've all spoken. Spoken? Is that really a word? <laughs> Spoked. Let's go around the room and see what everybody's been up to. Trey, this is like your second episode with us. What, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, nothing. I mean, aside from it's been pretty quiet on the geek end, trying to, like, find things to write about and talk about. Um, aside from also, you know, catching Pokemon as much as I can. That's pretty much it. The obsession is real. It's not an obsession. It's a passion. There's a difference. I will be the very best, like no one ever was. <laughs> Paul, what's been going on with you? Oh, uh, man. S-S-S-D-D... Like, I'm just a workaholic, man. That's all I do. What? That's all I do. Your life is boring. It is very. You have no idea. You had a hobby. I'm trying to find another job. He he had a hobby, but then he dropped out of it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> ha ha. Katie, what's been going on with you? Um... Not so much, really. I mean, I, I got to do the WB Studio Tour, which was amazing. So I got to go on the the back lot and the set. Oh, okay. That was really cool. Got to see all the Batmobiles for the 75th anniversary. So that was freaking awesome. awesome. Yeah. Nice. And then tomorrow, we're heading down to San Diego for uh, San Diego Comic Con. We don't have tickets, but we're going to lobby Con it up, and it's going to be awesome. That San Diego is. Comic Con is that a that a big thing? I'm, I don't think I've heard of it. It's it's you know this little thing where they talk about some stuff. It'll be great. Oh, okay. Well, I'm all I'm all for those small local cons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Myself, I'm, I'm kind of like Trey. I've been um, playing Pokemon. Uh, I'm not trying to be the very best. I'm just obsessed. It's kind of an addicting <laughs> game. <laughs> You just rhymed. Good yeah, job. you know. Um, it's really fun playing it while you drive. I just want to throw that no. out there. <laughs> no! What's wrong with you? I mean, he's right. It, 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 it adds an extra challenge to it. It does add an extra challenge, especially when you're like in downtown areas of your, of your, of your neighborhood and you see other mm-hmm. cars doing the same thing and you're like trying to get around each other and oh. people are honking at you and all that. It's awesome. It's the most amazing yeah, thing ever. Yeah, totally endorse it. You guys are awful. I do not. I do not endorse Pokemon Go while driving. I do no. not endorse those dangerous practices. <laughs> Kids do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. 
I don't import I endorse Pokemon Go. Period. Well, that's yeah. just a sad life. Yeah, you should you should at least give it a go. Nah. A, a Pokemon Go. A Pokemon Go. <laughs> nah. Oh my god. You hear now that they have a dating app set up around it, so yes. you can actually go on Pokedates. Yes, yes, you really, can. Really, I have to look this up. I, you know what? Now I suddenly changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, I have to look it up for a friend. <laughs> yeah, I got this friend. See that? Uh... <laughs> no. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and transition over to Ghostbusters. So let's start off with the question that needs to be asked first, and I'm sure all of y'all are going to have a different answer. How was the film? I'm going to start with Katie. But. Because I have a feeling she's going to give us the most nicest answer. I actually liked it a lot. Um, I was pleasantly surprised at how good it actually really was. Because there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of hype. Like, bad hype for it. People saying that it was going to be really awful. And not giving it a chance. Um, I mean, I like the original Ghostbusters a lot. And I like that they were able to reboot the series. And take the same general concept but kind of put a new twist and a new spin on it I like the full female cast I loved Chris Hemsworth's blonde airhead guy as the as the secretary um, I thought they were really funny and I really loved each and every cameo I like that they were able to include that um, I don't know I just really liked it a lot alright Trey what about you I did not like it a lot. I, you know, it, it was one of those movies that I really like. I didn't like what I was seeing in the trailers. I didn't like what I was hearing about it. But I was doing my best to just wait till I saw it to give judgment, and then I saw it, and it was, in my opinion, for me, it was as disappointing as I was expecting it to be. Like, I just, I didn't think it was funny. Uh, I thought the editing uh, was bad. I thought there was a lot of jokes in there that were thrown in there that weren't funny and could have been taken out. I mean, I don't want to right here get too far into it, but I just I think I chuckled once maybe. And I just, I did not like it. And Paul, what about you? You just saw it today, right? Yeah, I j literally just saw it a couple hours ago. And I, I have to agree with Trey. I I did not like it. And I went in there with low expectations and I wanted to like it and I just couldn't. Um, I thought the best part of the movie was Chris Hemsworth, uh, his comedic relief. That was probably the best part of the, the entire movie. Um, and, and, you know, just to add on from Katie's perspective, uh, I don't know how I'm going to say this. Yeah, like like Trey was saying, not without getting too deep into it. But I get if you were going to be playing homage to it, it just felt like it wasn't its own movie. I felt like I was watching the exact same thing in a female version. Okay, so I'm I'm glad you kind of said that. You know, you said it plays an homage. Did they do a good job of at least maybe rebooting this franchise? It doesn't sound like it from you two guys, but Katie thinks it was probably a good movie. I mean. Paul, do you think that the franchise... I mean, there's potential for this film to turn into a good franchise, or...? Um... I think the cast was good, and I'm not blaming the, the cast at all. I, I actually liked every one of them in their roles. I, I did. I just felt like the story was not there 
for them and it's and it's sad because this is a a movie like many that you you get a good team of actors and the story is not there to back them up so of course one way outweighs the other and 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 in turn you know the the, the backlash comes so as far as a sequel coming out from it I don't know. I mean, that's really up in the air. I guess, you know, money talks and just depending on how the revenue goes overall. Can They've you, already confirmed that they're making a sequel. Yeah, they, they, they greenlit a sequel already. <laughs> well, remember, nothing's definite until you see those cameras rolling. I mean, they can this say that all they want, but until you see those cameras rolling, that's when you get a definitive yes, they, they're doing this it. That's true. But, Katie, you, you actually like the film. Do, did you, do you feel that this warrants a sequel, that it would be... That it was good enough to start to, to reboot this franchise, basically. I think it was. I think they did. I mean, I can see, I can see your guys' side of it. I mean, there were, there were issues, obviously, with the movie. Um, I thought the beginning, like the first half of the movie, was way funnier than the second half of the movie. Um, sometimes I felt like the, like. <sighs> Because they really played up the friendship between Aaron and um, Abby. Her name's Abby, right? Melissa yeah. McCarthy's character. Yeah. They um, that was like the main focal point of what it seemed like was the movie was their friendship and how she went to an academic background and tried to stay away from the ghost, the paranormal. The paranormal. Yeah. And then she kind of got forced back into it, but she openly embraced it, and that was supposed to be like the center of it was their friendship. Um, but I've noticed that a lot of people liked um, Kate McKinnon's character more than the rest of them. So Holtzman, see, like I they liked her. I hated her a lot. Um, see, for me, I didn't. I liked her because I love Kate McKinnon because I, I like I watch SNL and I love all the characters that she does on SNL. Um, so it was expected for her character to be outrageous and ridiculous and just so over the top. Um, I mean, I liked her character, but I probably don't like her as much as I like some of the other ones. Like, I liked Abby a lot, and I liked Patty. Yeah. Um, I can see why they want to do a sequel. My, I feel like it has enough potential to move forward. Um, I don't know how I feel, though, about if they go the direction of remaking the first one. Because they brought up Zool at the very yeah. end. That was... Uh. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Like, I liked it that they like brought that up. But at the same time, I, I want to see something different. Because I felt Thanks. like this one was different enough. Because it wasn't the same concept. I mean, like they had to show how they created the Ghostbusters. But I feel like they were trying to show that... Um, like, the direction they were going with it was saying that, yes that this has happened before but everybody forgot about it because we stopped talking about it I think that was supposed to be how they brought up the previous films did you guys notice that with like the mayor because they kind of brought that up a little bit I don't I mean no I know what you're talking about I don't think that was to reference the past movies I think that was just because I mean it's a total reboot of the series mm -hmm. like it's not a continuation no, I know that. It's supposed to be a, a complete reboot with a new cast and kind of a new direction. So I would I would look forward to see something different. I don't want to see them just do a full-on remake of the first movie 
because okay. it was just so fantastic. Okay, so Katie, uh, I, I'm glad you said that because this this is where I disagree with you a hundred percent. Okay. So I went in again, you know, like when they announced they're remaking Ghostbusters and they announced, you know, there's going to be an all female cast and all this blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I was okay, you know, I was like, okay, they're going to make Ghostbusters, and obviously, you know, they're they're the the Harold Ramis thing that probably might have played. Um, a, uh, a a part in, in in the direction that they went. Either way, I, I was good with it. When I went in that movie, I saw the again. I saw the exact same movie that I that I saw from the original Ghostbusters, just in a female cast. And I'll tell you why. After they introduced the characters, the mm -hmm. plot became the exact same movie. And I, and here and here's this. I thought that guy, I don't even remember the guy's name, but the villain basically, like he was going to be this original villain, but he ended up doing the exact same thing as, what was his name, William Ackerton? Ak the, the, I don't the, remember the, his name in the yeah, movie. The, the, the guy with the beard from the original movie, where he basically... Oh no, that was uh, Prick? Prick, <laughs> yeah, that's right. In the yeah. movie? So he basically, in the original movie, he basically tells someone to open up the vault, which they captured all these monsters. In this movie, yeah. it was this guy that was capturing monsters so he could let them out. Yeah. Then the skyscraper in the original movie, what, what they call it, Spook Central, that was mm -hmm. the center of all this paranormal, paranormal activity. That yeah. becomes the same thing with the big cloud in the sky. And then the their version of the state marshmallow man was, which I thought was kind of cool, but at the same time, it was the same thing. It turns into Pretty this much. big, big white thing, and even and and they even went so far as to showing the like like the burn thing, like in the original movie when they when they started spraying him with the guns, he catches on fire, he gets pissed off, and in this movie he does something yeah. and the fire pisses him off too i'm like i mean like could, could they not be any more original that's why i was like i was like man what am i watching i'm watching the exact same movie i mean yes i know they were trying to be their own thing but it, yeah. it wasn't and and then and then again at the end of the movie zool you know it was like to just yeah. like put the nail in the coffin <laughs> i was like <laughs> at the at the most appropriate time at the very last name zool and i'm like get out of here i mean that again that's why i did not like it so Trey, it sounds like this movie basically was an unoriginal film. Like they just took everything from the first movie and just kind of, I guess, made it its own thing. But it kind of wasn't. Would you agree with that statement? I mean, I don't think it was as copy and pasted as uh, he's making it as Paul's making it out to be. Um, it, it definitely did have a lot of very similar things, like you said. You know, it was, it was a very similar story structure. I went back and rewatched the original after I saw it because it's been it's been years since I've seen it, so I wanted to kind of refresh my memory on it. And I mean, even the even you know the first Ghostbusters, in my opinion, wasn't perfect. I think mm -hmm. nostalgia has a lot to do with how much we love Ghostbusters now because it was a good movie, it was funny, but I wasn't like this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, but the new Ghostbusters, no, I don't think it was as copy and pasted as you're making it out to be. Um, so no, I I think they did try to do their own thing. I just don't think their own thing was very funny or good or well written. You have anything you want to follow up on with that? Well, I mean, uh, no, actually, I mean, I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I, I just I, I literally yeah. just watched the same thing, and that's my yeah, that's just my honest opinion. I mean, again, I'm the movie guy. I I I. I 
<laughs> I can tell you scene by scene. Uh, even and you know what? Here's another one. Even the very beginning, uh, the 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 in the in the original movie, it was a librarian ghost yeah. that basically scared you know the crap out of the three guys. Yeah, and I, don't, this, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, and you know, that's what I'm saying. In this one, it was the three girls go out to investigate their first ghost, and they get scared to a point, but then they were like, oh, okay, well, this is actually kind of cool. Again, it, I really, really wanted to like this movie. I just, I felt like they, here, here's, like I said, the bottom line is, if you're going to, if you're going to remake something, be your own movie. I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, you know, the, the, the cameos and all that stuff, I was cool with that. Um, it was nice how they tied all that stuff in. Um, you, you know what? I liked how they did that as opposed to, oh, this is Dr. Venkman. Oh, this is Ray Stance and this is Winston. I, I, I liked how they weren't tied to the previous versions. I liked that. Mm -hmm. So for me, if if they went that route, why couldn't they go with that on the plot? I don't know. Again, I, I thought that guy was just going to be this original thing and it just ended up being what it was. Yeah. And Chris Ebsworth was awesome. See, I didn't even think he was. Like, I mean, I don't know. I thought his whole character up until when he becomes the bad guy was just unnecessary. Like, they didn't even need that. And, and you know, just... it, it kind of makes you think that when, and I agree with you here, Trey. Like, like when I saw the trailers, I was like, man, I'm not digging this movie at all. Uh, and, and I'm like, man, I feel, I'm like, what? How did they sway Chris Hemsworth to be in this movie, you know? And then you see the the twist that was involved for him to get, I guess, a little bit not a little bit more screen time, but better screen time, I guess, if you will. You're acting like he's better than this movie. <laughs> he is, Katie. He was like the best no. thing in this movie. No, but you're saying that like there's no way that he would that it's ridiculous that he was even in this movie. That's the way you're making it sound. Well, I mean, it's, in a sense, like like. If they're if they were recreating, okay, so like, let's say this: if they really wanted to remake the Ghostbusters, why why did it have to start off with four? Why can't it start off with five? Okay, number one. So obviously they got a receptionist, glasses and everything. They, Annie Potts. I'm not saying that she was dumb, but she kind of played like the annoying receptionist, whereas this receptionist was the airhead kind of thing. And then, obviously, the, the, the twist in it, he gets uh, possessed, and then he becomes what he's known for in the movies, like Beefcake. Yeah. I liked him, though. I disagree with you, but okay. <laughs> so, we got Chelsea and Eamon, uh, who are joining us. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. Hey. So, just uh, welcome to the episode. So, uh you're kind of just jumping in here in the middle of a, a nice little heated discussion here about uh, <laughs> I could see about the, the, the characters no not really heated but you know <laughs> just a lot it. of disagreement they're fighting a lot of disagreement we're fighting right now so I'm glad you two are on I want to go ahead and ask uh, Ghostbusters was it was it a good film in my opinion yes yeah I I liked it very much, and I'm talking as someone who grew up with Ghostbusters. So, and just to prove it to you, I actually had the house from the real Ghostbusters cartoon as a toy. <laughs> so, 
Cred established. So we got we got we got Trey and Paul who didn't like the film, and we got yep. Chelsea, Eamon, and Katie who liked the film. Perfect. And I have not got to, I did not get to see it. So <laughs> I call kidding. I call you for our team then because we have to even this out. Yeah. <laughs> He's neutral. He's Switzerland neutral. But you still haven't seen it, Daniel? I have not gotten to see it yet. So. Dude. I think it's worth seeing to make your own opinion. Like I don't want to sit here and say it was a bad movie because I mean that's subjective. Yeah. Like because because I mean even my friend who saw it you know who went with me they liked it they laughed they thought it was fun I just didn't. So apparently it did do some things right for some people. It just didn't do anything right for me. But I also feel like it was very reliant on the same kind of comedy from Saturday Night Live, which I'm the same way about Saturday Night Live. I, I don't think it's funny anymore. I don't like the kinds of jokes they're doing. And it was just kind of the same kind of style as uh, the Ghostbusters. So. Yeah, see, and I'm the same way. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I'm just criticizing the story of it. Well, uh, look, let me ask you this. Does it feel like a Ghostbusters movie? Yeah, it, I mean, everything, all the elements are in there. You know, the, the, yeah. the ghosts, the, 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 the equipment, the car. Everything's in there of Ghostbusters. Like, I, you know, I just can't agree with Trey Moore. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah. It, like, I thought all of the jokes were... I mean, even from, like, the first joke of the movie, the very first one is... Uh, he's talking about the rich guy, and, you know, he built everything so he could be protected and have a, an Irish person-proof fence because <laughs> yeah. he was a racist. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny. And then I realized, like, that's basically what the rest of the jokes are going to be. going to be very cheap kind of laughs. Well, and they just got old really quickly. Yeah. You know? And, I mean... I mean, I don't even think it was... I, I don't know. It just... It it didn't do it for me. I didn't think it was funny or good or entertaining. I was bored. Okay, well, I kind of want to just talk a little bit about the film now itself. Um, spoiler alert, just in case you're not aware. I mean, we've been kind of already releasing some spoilers. <laughs> so um, let's talk about... There has to be some highlights of the film. So let's go ahead and just discuss some of the highlights of the film. I want to start with at least Katie. Um, she has some positive spin on it. <laughs> Um, I actually really liked the the way they made the ghosts, like the way the ghosts look. Now I that's thought, like a complaint with everybody on on the internet. Like they look too CG. So they look too oh. CG. But I thought I, mean, I thought they were really cool. I like the colors that they used and that they glowed. And I like that they used more than just like just ghosts. Like they had they went a little out to the left field. You know, they did like the balloons and they had different kinds of ghosts. Like I thought that was really cool. Cause I like things that are bright colors and things like that. So I actually liked the play on color and like how bright the ghosts were and how detailed they were because, um, I watched, I was listening to Melissa McCarthy talk on, I think she was on Jimmy Fallon and she was saying that it wasn't even, I mean, it was CGI, but they weren't talking to like a tennis ball. They actually had actors with makeup on, and then they CGI'd on top of that. So they were actually people as the ghosts. And she said it was actually pretty frightening the way, like the way they did their makeup and how scary they actually looked. So for That's me, I cool. like that. Yeah. Chelsea, Emma, what about y'all? What, what were some of the highlights of the film for you guys? 
I, I have to say, I hope I don't get lynched for this, um, but I loved Kate McKinnon's performance in the movie. And I wasn't here at the start of the conversation, so I feel like that may have been mentioned. Going yeah, so back let's, 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 let's just say Paul didn't like her performance, but Katie did. Well, I, I did because, as I say, I grew up with the, the animated series, and visually she looked a lot how Egon did in that series, with yeah, the hair did. and, the, and the, the glasses. And as well as that, I was really impressed with Leslie Jones, because I felt from the trailer I was going to be really annoyed with her. Because she, she has was... one one specific style on SNL, yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I think we were both worried that it was going to be just all that, and it wasn't. To me, she was very act- like very subtle yeah. in the movie. Well, subtle by her standards. Subtle by her standards, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's usually just loud. Oh, yeah. Like, just always loud, always screaming. I thought, especially with the clip her, of her slapping Melissa McCarthy's character... I thought that's how she was going to be throughout the whole movie, but that was like her peak. Yeah. So. yeah. Trey, you said that there was one part that made you laugh out loud. You want to explain that part to us? Um, I mean, probably just that first joke because it caught me off guard, and then the rest of them were just kind of the same caliber, so it didn't affect me as much. But if I had to say there was one thing that I did kind of like, I'll agree with Eamon, I really liked... Um, Kate McKiernan? Is that her name? Yes, McKinnon? McKinnon. Yeah. McKinnon. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't particularly like any of the actors all that much um, from just from seeing them on SNL uh, or the other stuff that they've done, but I did kind of like her performance to the point that I wanted to see more character from her instead of her just being constantly crazy. Like, I wanted to see, you know, more depth to that character because that, for me, I thought was probably the most. I guess entertaining character. I thought. I would, yeah, I would have liked to see more. You know, like because she cause she did have you know a couple of, I guess human moments. Like for whatever reason, any like when she's trying to go get Abby to come get the sandwich, like she was acting like a person in that one little thirty second bit. Um, so I guess I would have liked to see more depth with that character. And Paul, what about you? Um. I liked like a little bit of what Katie said. Like I liked how the ghosts and ghouls were. Well, I'll say this: I liked that they were a little bit more an- like animated to the point of like I think in the original movie, the only one that had any kind of real character animation was Slimer, uh, mm-hmm. because all the other ghosts were like dead people. Um, so like in this film. <laughs> Like one scene, and I, I don't know if you guys really enjoyed it the way I did, but it was the club scene where they all come out and they take down that dragon demon. With the, well, at first it was like the mannequin, and then it revealed itself. It was like this dragon thing. But when when everybody kind of like uh, Leslie Jones gets up, she's like, "I'm okay, I'm okay," and then the, the the demons like on top of her. I thought that was like a really really good Ghostbuster scene for me, and. That was it. That one part, yeah. that was your... Just, that was it, seriously. I mean, that was like... I, I was saying to myself, I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're finally getting the Ghostbusters movie that I, you know, I, I guess I was kind of waiting for, and sadly, it was just that one scene. And after that, you got up and left, right? <laughs> I oh, wanted to. <laughs> so much hate. Ouch. Well, with that, I want to go ahead and take a break right here to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor, Audible.com. 
Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of the Temple of Geek Podcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And today, Katie has a recommendation. So since we're talking about, you know, a little sci-fi, a little fantasy, um, I'm actually re-listening to slash reading in preparation for the new Harry Potter book that's coming out. So they now offer Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and the other books as audiobooks now. So instead of, you know, lugging the book around with me, I can just, you know, take my phone out and plug it into my car and listen to Harry Potter while I'm on the way to, you know, down to Comic-Con or anything else that I'm doing <laughs> so that I'm, you know, read up and ready for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Part 1 and 2 to come out on July 31st. You can head over to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over 180 other thousand titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. All right, let's continue. I want to start moving on to the backlash that this film received prior to its release. Now that the film has come out, was the backlash warranted? No. No. God, no. Okay, I'm lost here, but what backlash? I mean, besides reviews or something else? So a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) Different episode. uh, (laughs) Basically, the trailer came out, and when the trailer came out, the trailer got the most negative views or whatever like in trailer history on YouTube. So like Sony started freaking out because people just did not like the trailer. People were complaining about how bad the, the trailer was, that the movie did, look, did not look funny, it didn't look interesting, blah, blah, blah. There were some people out there that were saying, oh my god, females in a Ghostbuster movie, this is going to suck. So Sony decided they were going to start deleting some of the comments because they were freaking out. They found some of these misogynistic comments and they basically took that and spun it into a, oh my god, people hate this movie because it's a movie about women. And it just blew up into this giant thing. <laughs> So, okay, well, that's not why I didn't like the movie. Oh, I I, I know, Just I know so nobody here. Clear. I know nobody yeah. here didn't like the movie because of you know women. Women. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the backlash started even before that when it was announced that there was going to mm-hmm. be an all female cast Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, people were freaking out. Yeah, back I, then. I think it started probably back then, but it really started picking up traction when the first trailer dropped. I mean, that's yeah. When, yeah when Sony even started freaking out because you know back then they were just like whatever we'll wait mm-hmm. it was just well, I mean, ridiculous I mean definitely you know there were other people there who yeah they were ticked off because it was an all female cast god forbid um, but I think the fact that when the trailer came out I mean even when I saw the trailer I was like this doesn't look like a good movie I mean that just kind of added to it and gave credence to those other negative comments to jump in on so I think that definitely built it, but I mean, I don't think it was, I mean, no, I mean, it, to me, I didn't think it was a good movie, but I don't think it was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I think that was probably maybe a majority of the people's thoughts on the film was that it, you know, just the trailer didn't look good. Yeah. Um, they didn't, I, I don't, I don't think that a lot of people hated the film because of women. Um, now I know there are there, there were some guys out there and probably women too I don't know but there were some people out there that pro- did make those comments um, but that wasn't the majority of the haters of the film uh, but Sony took it and ran with it so one of the questions I have is because Sony marketed the film that way did, do you think that 
helped the feminist movement at all? Like, did, did this, did this, did this help <laughs> that in, in in film? I think so. <laughs> I think that the thing was is that because they blew it up so much that that was where the majority of that they were saying that that's where the majority of the comments were coming from. That they were, you know, there was a lot of people being very misogynistic towards the film because oh my god it's a whole female cast in a sci-fi action movie I can't believe that they would you know remake such a good movie and create it into this um, I feel like now that the movie has come out it's had a very positive impact um, I've seen a lot of of um, you know people that go to see the movie that a lot of you know their little girls are now dressing up like Ghostbusters because they want to be just like they want to be just like Holtzman or just like Patty um, so I feel like that as far as on that side showing that you know yes women can be in sci-fi action movies yes women can be in you know they can save the day and be a superhero I mean it really helps on that side of it I don't agree with marketing the movie that way, that they should have probably not given as much attention to the misogynistic comments that were given, that they should have, you know, maybe picked something different to push the movie with, but that's what they did, so I think it had a, both a positive and maybe a negative impact. Well, but. well, let me ask this, because you already kind of brought this up. The yeah. critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is above 70% and the viewer score is above 40%. Now, if this was just based off of the trailer months ago, that would probably be a lot lower. Do you mm -hmm. think it's because of the way Sony marketed this film, saying that men were hating the women, that the score is as high as it is? Or do you truly think that the scores are, are legit scores? Do you think people are scared to say... Oh yeah, this movie sucked because they're afraid to be called a, a you know a misogynist. I mean, I guess I can see that side of it because people because they pushed so hard um, because of those negative comments uh, when the trailer came out that now people are kind of afraid to say that maybe they didn't like it with the fear of being labeled as being a you know a he-man woman hater on this movie and. I mean, I can see that. I mean, I understand why they, you know, the critics gave it a 75% because I still feel like it was, you know, it was a good movie, that it was funny, and it, they did a pretty good job with, you know, with the film in general. Um, I mean, I can also see why the viewership maybe is low because maybe people aren't voting or they're not giving it their critiques or... I don't know. I mean, forty percent is really low, but I don't know what what was the. Do you guys know what the one was for? Like what the scores were for the original? No, no, but I can look those up real fast. Um, I, I feel like well, it would be a lot less harsh yeah. then, though. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, maybe if we looked at the way that people, the critics and the viewers, looked at the original film when it first came out that it's possible that people feel the same way that we did. You know, like, some people hate SNL comedy. They don't like it. Mm -hmm. So, and well, that's where the comedy from the first movie came from because yeah. it was SNL stars. If and you go off the they created scores, a movie like this. Right now, 
Well, I was just going to say, one, don't ever believe what Rotten Tomato says. No, I know. Number two, what I said earlier at the the beginning of this podcast, money talks. I mean, they can bash this movie all they want, but as long as revenue keeps coming in, it says otherwise. I also think that part of the problem has become is that Hollywood is is scared of taking chances. So they go with what works. So they will find a script that worked like, for instance, like Doc Hollywood. How many times have we seen Doc Hollywood as uh, something different? Like Cars is totally Doc Hollywood. Cars? And, yeah, Cars. It's exactly w- what it is. You know what? You're right. Well, I yeah. think George, not to, George Lucas, I think, was the one that said this is like, there's only like 25 or 26 Stories. plots yeah, mm-hmm. that you can write. So you're, you're inevitably going to see the same movie over and over yeah. and over. Uh, fr- from from like a different genre kind well, of thing. You will see the same story, but you shouldn't yeah. see the same, same movie. Well, well, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah, you'll see line. the same story. Like, um, and and I think about the time that came out is when Aragon was released because everybody was saying like, oh my god, this is like the first Star Wars movie. I remember this back when I was a kid, except it's with dragons now. Basically, yeah, it was. Yeah. That was also one of the worst book to movie adaptations. <laughs> yes, it was. So the thing is, is that like they're afraid to take risks, so they take what works. Like you know, uh, Ghostbusters was extremely successful, and they decided like, hey, what would it, how successful do you think it would be if we you know change the cast up, change up the script a little bit, do kind of a a pot like a slightly different take on the storyline, and then well. I don't you know, know. Same because in the original, I mean, you got to think about this. It was it was early '80s, so there was a change in 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 music and change in culture that way. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, it was a sci-fi comedy that wasn't very very mm-hmm. you know common back then. And number two, it was like kind of at the pinnacle of of uh, special effects. You mean number so, three? Huh? <laughs> oh, oh, did I say number two twice? <laughs> Well, there was only two Ghostbusters films, so that's why I'm stuck on two. Well, there's um, two of them. <laughs> two original. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so those, those three things, I think that's what kind of made it, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say made it, but that's kind of, I think, what, what helped sparked an animated series and a sequel because it was just one of those films that, like, you went out to go see it, just, hey, okay, well, it's a sci-fi comedy, I don't know what the hell that is, but hey, it's got Bill Murray, it's got Dan Aykroyd, I- I'm, I'm going to go see it, it's got Sigourney Weaver in it too, I just saw Alien, you know, a year or two ago with it, with her, so I'm, I'm going to go see it, I'm going to go check it out, and it just became a, 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 a movie that's obviously generated a reboot. So, I don't know, I, I, I think that all played in a factor, and obviously, yeah, word of mouth and revenue. If the original Ghostbusters film, let's say that was being released today, if that was the one that was coming out, do you think it would have received the same backlash that this this film currently received with the trailer that came out for it? Again, probably for, not. No, for, no, no, well, no, I'm just saying, again, for me, it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't care who's cast in the roles. I don't care. If I'm going to the movie to go see the exact same movie I just saw, well, not, I just saw, but if I'm going to the movie to see a remade version of the same movie, the, the to me, that's dumb. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that. I want to see something new. Yes, I mean, you throw your little. Hey, these are the original actors. Whatever you know, pay pay homage like that. But I don't want to see the same plot points over and over. Yeah. Anybody else? I feel like maybe they would have had, not the same kind of backlash as they did, as 
as they do now, but I think people would have had problems with it for different reasons. Well, Leo, as a, as a fan of the original, if they had remade this movie and cast Adam Sandler, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, and Jonah Hill in it, I would have had more problems with it because I hate three of those guys at well, least. Wasn't that originally the, the talks for those those people to take over the I franchise? I think it was. You know, and I think I would have been more dismayed at that than having these four ladies nah, in it. Nah, man. It was going to be Jay Leno, Tim Allen... <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> that I would see. Jerry okay. Seinfeld. Since they couldn't oh. do their Top Gear thing, they were going to go do Ghostbusters. Oh, no. That's, that's like the hey. worst movie idea ever. Don't, don't joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say Come on, that. Jay Leno, Big Chin. You know, you could be Hero Ramis. Egon. Oh, God. No. Oh, no. Tim Allen can design all the, all the toys. Trust some ghosts. Huh? Oh. Jerry Seinfeld's got one part. He just drives the car. <laughs> And he's from New York! I know exactly where these ghosts are coming from! What's the deal with the nuclear reactor on top of the car? <laughs> Where's George? Where's George Costanza when you need him? <laughs> oh my god. That was pretty good. Would you all recommend this film for other people to go see? Oh, Absolutely, yeah, yeah I would. So. Yes. I'd recommend it to get their own opinion of it. But Agreed. Like, mm -hmm. for me to say, I give this two thumbs up? No. But I, I would definitely say go see it to you know form your own opinion because maybe I just I have a very different kind of sense of humor about it. I don't know. All right, do y'all have anything else y'all want to say about Ghostbusters before we move on to our next topic? Yeah, um, there is. I mean, there is one thing that I keep thinking about when it comes to Ghostbusters, and that is you know the you know we mentioned it, uh, you know little girls seeing this and now they want to be those characters and I think that's great and they even had that picture uh, I think from the premiere of it where you know the little girls like beaming up at Kate McKinnon if y'all saw that yeah um, and it's you know it's all about how you know this is why representation and you know in uh, Hollywood is important and I completely agree with that but I also think like you asked the question you know does this movie help feminism or you know equality and I don't think it does just because yes it's an all-female cast but I feel like that's the biggest focus of it, and it loses the fact that it also needs to be, you know, a, a really solid movie, which I didn't think it was. So I just, and I kind of feel like that that would hinder it. Like, well, you know, this movie wasn't really solid, so why would another female-led movie be solid? I feel like that would kind of be backwards with that. Am I making sense? I feel like I'm yes. rambling. Okay. Yeah, that was just. I don't think the movie mentions that, un except when they look at the YouTube comments of their videos, they never mention the fact that they're all women doing a typically man's job or whatnot. I feel like they're just doing their job and doing what they love and having that friendship. I feel like the, the movie, in my point of view, is all about friendship and doing what you're passionate about. In my, I don't know, my point of view. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked the whole Abby and Aaron, you know, storyline of, you know, not faking what you like and just, I don't know, like, they both had that, you know, common interest and they just liked it and so they just did it and they supported each other and that's why she helped her in the end and, I don't know, to me that was what the focus was about. 
I think that's what hopefully girls should get from that. And I hope they do. Like I, I, they do. like I think yeah. it's I think it's awesome that you know if you know if a little girl sees it and loves this movie and wants to be that character, great. I think that's amazing. I mm-hmm. just I feel like like I talked to a friend about it and it was like, well, you know, it's the only movie we can get of you know an all female cast. Not everything can be uh, Mad Max Fury Road, but you know why can't we also have why can't we have great representation in a really good movie? That's that's my biggest thing. That's what that's what I want, and I, I don't think it did that. Anybody else? I'll just say I think this movie was going to be inevitable because, for starters, Sony have been pursuing it for years, and second of all, if you look at the history of Sony Pictures, they've been trying to do Ghostbuster esque movies for years as well. Because we've had Men in Black, and that never really became a franchise. That on the Ghostbuster scale that they wanted. And they also did, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but this is the closest you'll ever get to seeing Ivan Reitman's Ghostbusters 3, but he directed a movie in 2001 called Evolution, which starred David Duchovny and Orlando Jones. <laughs> One of the most underrated comedies of all time. Yeah, yeah. totally. Underrated. That, is, that, is, that is exactly them trying to do the Ghostbusters formula, but, not, but they couldn't do the Ghostbusters formula because they couldn't do Ghostbusters. So I think for anybody who's upset at this movie for whatever reasons of existing or having four female leads in it, it was going to happen. It was inevitable, especially in this day and age of reboots and especially in this day and age of Sony Pictures hitting their heads against the wall and never trying to get a successful franchise off the ground because they've been hitting their, their head against the wall when it comes to making successful movie franchises for years. So, Yeah. Yeah. So has... Has everyone here watched the originals? Like, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. seen. I've never okay. seen Ghostbusters ever. Yeah, neither, oh. neither have I. I've no. Oh, you have, haven't you? Dang it! I'm just the lonely person that hasn't. Wait, you haven't seen the original, the original Ghostbusters? Oh what my god! What's wrong with you? That's, that's why you she. Watch. That's why she doesn't have an objective. Or uh, yeah, that's why she oh has not. Objective. Let's all watch it right now so you can see it and record your reaction. <laughs> that, that's that's the next podcast. Hey, so so so, so before y'all leave, even you need to record her watching Ghostbusters, and we can do a whole video. I'm Chelsea cool. sees yeah. Ghostbusters. You know, I've been yeah. trying to buy it for, and like every store I've been to, it's been sold out. I feel like everyone's been buying it. Everyone's been buying it. it, it, it right dude, just just wait a week; it'll be on Netflix. Because like they just, <laughs> they, I'm serious. Because uh, what was it? Back to the Future. Now the entire trilogy's out. Okay. Now uh, when 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 this last um, uh, Jurassic Park finally got released, they 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 threw all the Jurassic Parks on there. Yeah, yep. just 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 give it like a week or a month. It'll it'll be on there. But I will say, as a person who has not seen the original, I didn't need to. Like, I didn't, like, because I feel like they put a lot of Easter eggs in it, and... Oh, there you go. Um, they, they put a lot of Easter eggs in it, and I didn't need... I don't know, I didn't need to know all that stuff to enjoy it. But that, but that means that you didn't find the, cam- the specific cameos... <laughs> even more well, hilarious. I was sitting I next to her and she could tell it was a reference going by my oh, reaction. Oh, yeah. okay. I mean, people would be like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> so I figured out, but and I know like, something important's happening. <laughs> I know who's in the original, so yeah. I knew when they popped up, it was a big deal, but. that's I love Dan Aykroyd's the most, like his cameo. 
Because he's like, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, and then he just drives off. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I heard it's they funny. Did one for Harold Ramis, is that true? Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. There's a bust of him in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Which I, which I admit, I didn't realize Harold Ramis was dead when I saw the movie. So. What? Oh, you didn't. I had no idea. Oh, that's so sad. You, you yeah, know who it was else? Kind of sad. You know who else died at the beginning of this year was the original mayor. Oh, oh yeah, really? yeah. He died too. Um, no, but going on the cameos, I thought uh, you know it's funny because like like obviously I didn't catch the Harold Ramis one, and I didn't think you know, well obviously they were going to put one in there unless they threw like some video up of something, but. I was wondering, I was like, okay, so a scene, Bill Murray, which his wasn't really a cameo, his was more like a small role. Scene mm-hmm. Bill Murray, scene Dan Aykroyd. I was like, man, where is um, uh, uh, Winstead? Winstead, yeah. And I was like, where, where's Ernie Hudson? And then when, when that last scene, I was just like, yeah. oh my God, that's her uncle. I was like, hello. Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. So as soon as, as, soon as she said, like, it's my uncle, I was like, it's going to be Ernie Hudson. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 when yeah. that's when I caught it. That's when I caught it. I like that they were able to throw Sigourney Weaver in there, like at the very end. When I saw the hair, yes. I was like, "Oh God, please let it be her." Yes. But how come we didn't get Rick Moranis? Because he's retired. Tired. Aren't aren't his children like grown and taking care of themselves? Can he do film again? I know. Well, what I about just any pots. We didn't get her either. Yeah, we yes, did. She was, she was yeah, the she, she was, was the receptionist. Mm-hmm. She turned around and no. she was like, "What do you want?" No, yeah. I must have missed that. I, I, the, the last thing I'm going to say is Superman Returns, oh, and you God. guys know what I you guys know what I mean. I, that's probably my second dip. favorite Superman movie. I, I like Superman Returns more than I liked Ghostbusters. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I'll give you that one then. All right, so the only reason why I brought that up is because I was rambling on about the the plot. See, because when Superman Returns came out. The idea was that, okay, it was going to be technically part three. And what did it end up doing? It showed a lot of scenes that were basically recreated from the original movies. And I think that's what kind of, yes, a lot of people say it's very underrated. For for what it is, it is. But a lot of the scenes were basically recreations from the previous movies. It didn't have its own identity. And that's probably the reason why there was no sequel with it. And that's where I'm driving at. If you're gonna make something, you're gonna reboot something. Be your own movie. Don't. No, I, I can definitely agree with that. Like everything you do, you need to make it fresh because I mean, you can do another Ghostbusters, another Ghostbusters, but you need to make it fresh. You need to make it stand out on its own. So I, I agree. All right, guys. Real quickly before we end this episode, the last thing I wanted to kind of talk about was San Diego Comic Con. I just wanted to hear what y'all just. Quickly, quickly go around and just kind of hear what each of y'all are hoping to see this weekend at the Comic Con. So let's start with Trey. I mean, I'm always hoping to see more Marvel stuff. I mean, that's my thing. Um, Mostly, I just want to see you know myself at the actual convention one day. One day, all of us. One day, far from here, I want to see myself there. But I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the uh, Marvel stuff and if they do any World of Warcraft stuff because there's a lot going on right now. Chelsea Eamon, and the reason why I'm introducing you as one person is because y'all are in one window. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I kind of hoping that we'll get the Wonder Woman trailer, maybe. Oh, that's definite. <gasps> yeah, I think so. I would like That'd to see that. Great. Maybe a clip or something that would be, be pretty cool. And maybe something from Spider-Man: Homecoming, as well. Nah. 
Ooh, pass. that would be a good I would, one. I would like that, but those those are two I would like to see the most of. I think one we're guaranteed to see, and probably one will not. So, um, I'm hoping to maybe run into someone because last year I ran into the cast of I Zombie, and that was kind oh, of yeah. fun. <laughs> they just They're started walking in front of us, <laughs> and I yelled at Rob Thomas that he was awesome. Yeah. So. Which one's Rob Thomas? He's the creator of the show. Oh, okay. Katie, what about you? Um, well, I'm really excited for all the CW stuff, so everything that has to do with them. Um, and there's a Sherlock panel this year um, on Sunday and Game of Thrones Q&A. So I'm excited to see like the Game of Thrones Q&A. Like, I want to catch some of that. I think that was today or it's tomorrow. I can't remember. But Sherlock, I'm like dying here. It's been almost three years and I can't. I need something. Something to hold me over until I can watch it in January. But didn't the, 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 the Christmas special last year not tied you over? It's not enough. It's, not it's never enough. Over. It's never I don't enough. Mean, I don't think it's been Come three years. It has been almost. No, it's been we a did. year. No, it the Christmas, been. Christmas the Christmas special. years since the Christmas special, but, but before the Christmas special, I think it was just a year. No, it was, it was like, it was supposed to be two years in January. That's when the last season came out. So they're supposed to make a new season every two years. And it's going to okay. be hit three when they release the fourth season. Wow, wow. It comes out I'm looking January. forward to it. It doesn't matter. I've been waiting so long. <laughs> well, we've been waiting for Firefly season two for like ten years. So. <laughs> Preach on, brother. <laughs> Paul, what about you? Um, I, believe it or not, I'm really excited about the Hasbro lineup. I, I, I'm getting like really pumped about this Power Rangers movie. Um, they, I actually did look at some stuff today and I'm like, oh my god! I'm I'm like really getting impressed, especially now because the bandwagon now is the shared universe stuff. So that I and I gotta say, Daniel, uh, Transformers is actually kind of getting me interested as well. So I'm it, like I said, the Hasbro lineup. I mean, I can you know obviously DC and Marvel and Image and all that stuff. Yes, but it I I like what I'm seeing from this group in the corner here. Yeah, I'm always I'm always a huge fan of Hasbro stuff, especially Transformers. Uh, Machinima is getting ready to release their Transformers uh, Combiner Wars cartoon that's based off a of G1 cart Transformers. Comes out in August, so I'm super excited about that. Um, but yeah, Paul, I'm with you. I'm like stoked to see what they what they're doing with Power Rangers because Brian Cranston's in it. Hello, Azordon. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And Elizabeth Banks is Rita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. There's a there's a Power Rangers poster up at my local movie theater. And I, I kind of freaked out just a little. I'm, I'm really hoping they throw, and I don't want like the the pervert, like the arbitrary teaser where it's five kids and watches, and then a thunderbolt. You know, I don't, I don't want to see anything like that. I actually kind of want to see just like a like a, a really good tease of it, and you know, you know, I I think you know what I'm saying. It's like I don't want to see like a because I know Comic Con trailers they actually show more footage. But like, if they're going to release something to the public, um, don't show too much because that seems to be the other trend lately. Just to basically show the movie without the credits and a trailer. Um, Batman yeah, Superman. Oh, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, you're you're right. I, I want to see. I want to see a new Batman. <laughs> I want to see a really good teaser. I don't want to see a trailer. I want to see a teaser. So what you're saying is you don't want to see something like coming summer of 93. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ivan Ooze. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to see a, I want to see a teaser. I think we're going to get a teaser. Um, God, so yeah. I hope so. I'm, I'm kind of excited about that film. I have no idea why, but yeah. Awesome. Power, it it, power it looks good. My childhood. I, need I mean, it. And, and you guys notice that it's not Mighty Morphin anymore. It's just Power Rangers. So yeah, Hasbro. All right. Well, with that, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. I want to thank my panel for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes from this week's episode will be on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show. Until next time. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit the templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.